Good morning to you. Flying solo this morning, your host, Jimmy Williams for Live a Life by Design. My co-host with the most, Lori Few, will be joining us again next week. She has this thing, I don't know, called life. <laughs> she lives it well, and she discharges her duties as professional philanthropy. She does homemaker. She does wife. She does mother. She does all these jobs, and she does them so well. Hey, thanks for joining me this morning. I want to tell you this year is coming to a halt in just a couple of weeks. But man, what a great year it's been. You know, we think about what has taken place in our lives over the last few months, and we've seen a lot of great activities, great relationships, great projects occur. Maybe you've seen some of those in your life. What are some of the things, if you reflect for a few moments, you could take as the highlights of 2022 and say this has truly been a growth year for you? You know, this podcast has been heard now in 58 countries, as we often state, and we are just so amazed that we have listeners in so many locations across the globe. But the beautiful thing about that is, is that you continue to find value in what we are hoping to give you each week and that positive, powerful message that there is opportunity and hope. We just have to look for it in our lives. And you keep sharing the links to this podcast to others. Just this last week, I was talking to someone that I'd run into while my travels took me wherever, and I meet them at airports, and I meet them at dinners, at restaurants, and just inadvertent people. And they asked me, how come I'm so cheerful? How come I'm always smiling? They looked at me for that brief moment at sitting at the airport. Now, I will grant to you, when your flight's been delayed uh, two times, for example, the weather has been a problem, and you are still smiling. That, my friends is a positive. <laughs> this lady asked me, she said, I've noticed you, you just keep smiling. They told us now we're delayed twice and you just keep smiling. What, how do you do that? You know, and I explained to her our philosophy here at Live a Life by Design. One of the great things about having your mental capability strengthens where you can control your emotions is that you really impact others inadvertently. There's no intentionality for me just to reach out and talk to people at the airport. They are attracted to the person that you have now become. And that is the way with success. You know, Jim Rohn, my mentor, said you will never achieve success. You'll never catch success. Success comes to that person who has changed to attract it. So you've become someone that others are attracted to. And that's how success works in life. No matter how you define success, that is still the requirement of you as a person. And today I want to take just a few moments to visit with you and give some reflection from my life over 2022. Hopefully you'll see some things in here that will bring about a remembrance for your life and what's taking place for you. But, you know, I, I looked at my journals and I reflect on my journals every week as to the entries I've made, what have been the topics, what's been on my mind at certain times. And I noticed several points. First and foremost, I always write down where I am located at the time of the entry when I'm writing in my journal. Where am I? And I note that in the upper left. I note the city and state where I am. So, for example, I might have said, 
I am in Chicago O'Hare Airport, and I'll put Chicago, Illinois in the upper left-hand uh, top of the page. And then to the right, I put the date that I am writing and the time that I am writing. And I've noticed something about this last couple of weeks. In my journals, when I'm writing about the personal things in my life, things that are going on, my thoughts, my my philosophy of life, what am I doing to become a bigger, better, and bolder person on my own terms, just as we espouse here every week on Live a Life by Design. And I noticed a correlation among these entries. One of the things I noticed is uh, later in the day, if I'm writing in my journal later in the evening, say it's 8, 9, 10 o'clock, for example, and I am away from home, so think about that. You're away from your most comfortable place, and it's later in the evening. Now, you folks know I'm an early morning person. I like to rise way before the sun and get my feet on the ground before anyone else moves in my house. So I was writing and noticed that I tend to do more deep thinking of the entries I place in my journals late in the evening more philosophical in my approach to writing the entries in terms of the questions and comments I give for myself. And one of those this last week was a deep, deep question. Now, I have never lacked understanding of my purpose on this planet, the reason that I'm here, the reason that I am in the career that I'm in. I love what I do. I know I am called to do what I do, and I love to work with people. That is what I am doing in life and am rewarded for doing so. But what I wrote in my journal one late evening was a simple question, and I drew a big box around this question. I printed it in big letters versus my normal cursive writing, and I drew a big box around it so that it would be pronounced on the page. And I asked myself in deep thought, why am I here? And I underlined the word here, H-E-R-E. What it gave me in my thoughts was that I reflected upon this year and the lives that I touched. And to be very, very honest, the lives that I touched were so much more and impactful to me than I probably was to them. My co-host, I don't want to embarrass her. I'm glad she's not here today, to be very frank, so I can tell you this story from my heart. She is such a wonderful friend, a very understanding person, and she shares in the passion of positivity just as I do. It's almost kindred spirits, if you will, that she's such a good friend, and she gives of her time so willingly when she has very little time or margin left in her day. That, to me, is someone that impacts me in a profound way to say, yep, she gets it. She understands why we're here. That's the way I want you to start thinking about your days. Why am I here? Am I achieving that for which I was placed on the planet? You know, I believe it was Albert Einstein that made the statement one day, or I'm sorry, it might have been Mark Twain that I recall, that made the statement there are two days in the life of a person that are most important. And that first one is the day you were born. And the second, of course, the day you realize why you were born.
And those are two important days, but you can have that same importance of days every day with the right mindset. This uh, Christmas season is a time of reflection for me. I always enjoy spending the holidays with family, seeing friends that I haven't seen in maybe a few years or months. I enjoy seeing my team smiling and laughing as we have games at our Christmas parties. I'll be very honest with you, I just love the whole season of Christmas and New Year's. This episode of Live a Life by Design is sponsored by Compass Capital Management. Life has a way of overwhelming you. At Compass Capital Management, you will receive confidence in your financial security as we provide direction, clarity, and vision for your future. Our unique process, the Life Plan Solution, will be the guide to you reaching your goals and realizing your dreams in life. Stop worrying about your future and contact Compass Capital Management to help you live the life you desire. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com and request your retirement account or employer plan review today. Registered principal securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma, 74501. A few years ago, I was in a local Walmart, and while I was in the Walmart, there was a time to check out, and I had just a few items, you know, 10 or 12 items, and had more than I could go through the uh, expedited lane, and no one was in that lane anyway to check us out. So basically, I got in line behind a young woman and uh, two children. She had two sons, and they were probably, I would just guess, I don't know the person, I would guess that they are somewhere around uh, maybe four and six or five and seven these little boys, their faces had shown that they didn't really have a whole lot of um, uh, lifestyle at home. For example, they they had been basically at the point in time uh, leading a pretty rough life. And I looked at the young mother who had to be in her early 20s. She uh, looked rather disheveled. It looked as though, uh, you know, that she had had a pretty hard life herself and had a pretty rough day in total. And it was about a week before Christmas, and I noticed that she had had in her cart um, some mostly food, and she had very few things that couldn't be purchased with some assistance, and I'll get to that in, in just a moment. But as she was laying the items on the conveyor for the person to check out her uh, groceries and things, and she, the little boys were just meandering around, and and they were kind of being told with their mother to be still and to stay right near the cart. And you could tell just like a small kid is ever, we have energy abounding, right? So I noticed the little boys and I said, hi boys, how are you? And they just looked up at me without responding audibly. And then I said, have you seen Santa yet? Just a very innocent question to a child that would bring great joy in their eyes. And I'll never forget what the older boy said. He said, no, we, we don't have a, a time to see Santa and we don't have Christmas yet. Now he said it like that a week before Christmas. We don't have Christmas yet. I'm using the exact wording he gave me. I was a little bit shocked by that. And then I realized that the mother was attempting to pay for her groceries. And the lady at the at the checkout had said a number that apparently was more than the young lady had available on her assistance card to pay for her food for this family. 
And uh, I just quickly looked at her as she was digging through her purse very frantically, and she was looking for anything she could as far as money. And she started laying change out on the the counter for the person checking this out. And I realized that she was not just going to have enough change. She's going to be several, several dollars short. And uh, so she said, well, I'll just have to take this back. And she started sorting through the groceries that she thought might not be as critical and started putting them back to have the person put it back in the shelves. And I looked at her and I said, do you believe it's better to give than receive? Now, she looked at me and she just kind of glanced. She said, what? And then I said, do you believe it's better to give than receive as a philosophy? And she said, well, yes, sir, I do. I said, wonderful. I said, well, I have just a few groceries here. Do you mind if she rings those up with yours and you can just give me my groceries? Now, I said that with a big smile. I understood she was being frantic and I was trying to take her mind off of her situation to give her what I feel like is a pay it forward scenario. And she said, well, no, sir, I don't even have enough today to buy the groceries I need for my children and me. And she said, well, do you believe in that philosophy? I said, I absolutely do with my entire being. And she said, then why don't you buy our groceries today? And I said, you know, you are absolutely right. And I told the lady at the checkout, I said, you just keep those groceries, put them in the sack that she put back, give those to her and keep that register running. And I'm going to add mind to it. When we got through the additional groceries for this young woman, which I'm not saying this to brag or anything, but was for a little over $147 was all, and she didn't have the funds to feed her children at that level. As I'm driving home and she's pushed her cart away and she said, thank you so much. This will make our Christmas a lot better than what it could have been. And the little boys, I'll never forget the smile on their face. It just burnt in my memory, the smile on their faces. And, and hopefully they had a better day, if not a better Christmas, just because someone thought of them on this special time when they were needing it most. As I'm driving home, as I said, I reflected on this and I thought for a moment, wow. I said, it only took $147 to help a family have a better day and a better Christmas. I got home and related this story to my wife. and She said, well, this is one time that you wrote a check with your mouth that your wallet had to cash. And I said, honey, I intend, and catch that word now as you listen to me, I intend on writing more of these beneficial checks to people of need. <laughs> so, so over the years, I've actually bought groceries. I've bought clothing. I've, I've bought everything you can imagine for someone that might have needed help. And I'll be very honest with you, I don't know if it helped them as much as it did me. The intentionality that I gave to reaching out and finding those that needed help are really the benefits that I received far more probably than they did with a tank of gas I bought or the groceries I bought or the clothing I bought. I'm not saying all that to brag on me. I'm just saying there are many people out there today that need you to show up as your best self. I want to talk just a minute about your future self. You know, we need to change. We need to grow as people. There's a, a statement by Navel Goddard who says, assume the consciousness of being the one you want to be and you'll be saved from your present state. So if we think ahead of who we want to be, we actually start acting in that frame of mind. 
You know, one of the things I'll get to do this time of year is in that reflection mode is looking back through the journals and also looking at the relationships that have deepened this year. Then I also think of those relationships that are now lost, perhaps through a death or a move or something of that nature. Then I ask myself, well, what goals have I accomplished in 2022? And then you have to look at your goal report. Now, you have to be honest with yourself. And this year, with everything I had going, I had some pretty big, hairy, audacious goals. <laughs> and I'm only going to achieve about 70 to 75% of those goals this year. And I will have grown far more than most of my friends could grow in five years. You must push yourself if you wish to achieve a greater result in your life. And I'm a big believer in goals. I like to set goals. I actually have had goals. Some of mine were 25 and 30 year career goals that I have seen come to fruition. These goals have been met, but it took a long time to get there. So how far have you come in 2022 in your personal goals? Do you believe that the failing to hit a goal is just a loss of the entire year? That's not the attitude. You know, during the goal, you may have grown or you may have received a benefit in the attempt to reach the goal. You became someone different, became someone that you desired to be in the future. So you have to ask yourself, what about that in my life that I didn't accomplish, but I grew through the process? And lastly, I want to ask you this. What about your big, hairy, audacious goals for 2023? Have you inked those down on a piece of paper or in your journal or wherever you put them? I've already got my planner set up. I've got my goals for 2023 inked and ready to go as of the date of this podcast. And let me tell you, I'm going to have to be innovative, creative, I'm going to have to take ideation to the newest level. I'm going to have to work with a more of a who, not how mindset to accomplish 2023 at the level I desire. What are you doing today to push yourself to your limits? You know, you don't get a diamond out of a chunk of coal until you put a little pressure and heat on it. The same thing works for human beings. Until such time as you become the person you want, you have to continue to apply pressure and apply that heat. In other words, you have to show activity. You have to show meaningful, purposeful activity toward reaching that goal. One of the things I have in life that I love to do is that reflection of my journals. That helps me stay on track for those goals. Now, if you have three or four goals a quarter that you're working on and you see you've not even started on one of them and it's December, you might want to put some effort toward that goal if it's achievable for you to do so. If not, look at it and consider whether that goal is meaningful enough to maintain or even attempt to achieve in 2022. Perhaps it's something we work on in 2023. The point I'm making is you're not failing as long as you keep fighting, as long as you keep moving forward, as long as you keep achieving. This world is not easy to manipulate or navigate, but you must do both sometimes. You need to manipulate things that happen in the world to your best efforts and interest. 
Now, I don't mean by taking advantage of someone. That's not my point. But sometimes life throws us lemons, right? You've heard the old story. What are we to do? We're to make lemonade from those and get a positive outcome. So what are you going to do different in 2023 than you did in 2022 to help you achieve more greatness in your life? And lastly, what systems will you put in place to help you grow and achieve your goals that you don't currently utilize? This is the mindset I'm utilizing as we go through the rest of December to start off January 1 right out of the starting gates, running with my best sneakers on. I am pumped and powered and proud of where we've been, but we have such a bigger future to realize. There's a couple of books out I want to put on our website. One of those is by a gentleman named Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and uh, it's a wonderful book called Be Your Future Self Now. And it's all about that mindset of what you want to be in the future, and you start living and thinking that way now. It comes to being. With that said, I do want you to do me one small favor this week. Our challenge is for you to look around, find someone that you see has a need, help fulfill that need this Christmas season. I know Christmas isn't celebrated by all of our listeners, but this time of joyful season would like for you to consider others, be a helpmate to them, help with the, not a lending hand, but a hand up, not a hand out, so that they may experience a better December if they close out their year. You are incredible. You have capabilities beyond your own recognition, and I hope and want you to realize that at Live a Life by Design, we so earnestly appreciate you and spreading the positive, powerful news that we share each week here on this podcast. You, my friends, are the reason we keep moving forward in this podcast. Thank you. May you enjoy a wonderful day and a fantastic week as you go out and live your life by design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company. All rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brentley.